Hey there, welcome to another episode of the Hinted Neon Podcast. Today I'm joined by Sungbali Akim, also known as Wiseman. We discuss topics around digital marketing, governance, society, and politics. If you are new to this podcast, consider subscribing and also leaving a review with five stars on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed the show. You own um a digital agency, Cybercox, and um, I, I know you you guys primarily target clients, foreign clients. So tell me how that has been selling and getting clients from Nigeria. Well, we really easy in the sense that sometimes they have cross issues and stuff like that. But what has it was more difficult in the beginning in the sense that you have nothing to show, like a portfolio or something. But along the line, when you have worked for previous uh, some clients, you can tag them on the page. Because I actually pitch with the page, the website design page. So when you pitch, you take the page, you see, okay, I work on some similar. For example, I'm, I'm trying to pilot a plumber in Florida. And okay, on, on, on checking, on checking my website page, he actually, he actually says, oh, this guy works for a plumber in Florida. He would be more willing and more open to kind of giving me the job rather than when I've not worked for anyone. So it's, has not been so easy, but I, I think it's getting easier than it was in the sense that I have a possibility to show off, like, okay, you can trust me. I've done this for this person and I pack them, I call it, I get this from them. And so it makes things better, it makes things better along the line. But in the beginning, it was not so easy getting clients from Nigeria. Yeah, but what, what do you guys do? You guys do the whole branding and, or just websites yeah. and digital marketing for your clients? Most times, most times I start with logos, then, Website, then advanced level, then we'll do some marketing, helping them get clients, doing Facebook ads sometimes. But it has mostly logos as branding generally, logos, business card, general branding, then website. Then for few clients, I've done digital marketing whereby I spend on Google ads for them. I mind, like I do their entire digital marketing, marketing them online, trying to help them get clients. Yeah, I have very good results for that. It's very interesting that you say that because <laughs> digital marketing is like one overused, bloated term on the internet today. Like everybody's yeah, like calling themselves a digital marketer. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't really like even associating myself with something like that because everyone digital marketer. And when you see that, people look at you like one of those guys. In the real sense, you see influencers, people with five followers on Instagram, just calling themselves digital marketer, digital marketer. And in the real sense, digital marketer, just like the word, marketing digitally, you understand? Using ads, using in the internet, basically, to market, get clients, get leads, and stuff like that. But it's, as I said, you are correct about Bluetooth. So I don't really like using the term in word. Most times, I prefer to do it in practical, like, okay, I can get clients for you online, rather than making the noise, digital marketing, digital marketing, because the word is actually about Bluetooth, as I said, yeah. I, I, what was the difference between digital marketing and content marketing? Is is can we draw like a distinction between them in any way? Yeah, digital marketing and content marketing. Well, yeah, they actually both marketing, but there is like the the difference that is actually kind of clear when you're talking about digital marketing. That is just like the word, or let me just say to explain it better, just like internet marketing. Marketing, okay. One are you doing with the traditional marketing? Like when you want to sell your product, you have to go on newspapers, all these daily people read, see around, you advertise on it. Digital marketing is like taking advantage of the internet. Okay, people use Facebook, getting your ads on Facebook. Internet, internet is something people use more than any other thing these days. So digital marketing, like getting yourself in front of them online, internet, content marketing. Yeah, it comes in that way too, but it's more of like using, like driving, um, adding leads or getting customers through content. Like, creating, okay, let me type an instance. For example, um, I am selling a particular product, maybe an electronic source or let me say app or a, something like that. Let me just say a drug actually. So I'm trying to advertise. Instead of just running ads and just spending on ads, seeing people pictures and I can just write the content out. It could be a long content. Explaining probably telling my own personal story. You understand? That's in form of in form of the content. They along the line I will introduce what I'm trying to say. Like, okay, this is what I can do. 
you can actually use it in digital. So I feel personally, I feel content marketing is actually just an aspect of digital marketing. It's not something which is actually compared fully. It's just like an aspect, like a division under digital marketing. Because digital marketing, in the real sense, not in the evaluated whatever that everyone uses around. It's actually, it actually covers everything. Content marketing, email marketing, and everything. Digital marketing covers everything. So that's yeah. Because it's, it's, it's even very interesting you said, like, the aspect of, you know, trying to sell and getting people interested in you. Because right now, there's so much noise. And people, like, are, like, trying to filter so much. How do I get some, like, if I were into business and I need to get people interested in what I'm doing, how do I get people interested in my social media these days? Just anything I'm doing online so that people, so that I will get people to buy, people to click the links I want them to click and all the stuff. Okay, the first thing is identifying your audience. A lot of people just, you know, just go and pick up some ads and, you know, and just, you are just waste money. I call it waste money. You just burn your money. Just that <laughs> mark yeah. bag wherever your money. <laughs> so the first thing I think, uh, me personally, I actually work my, like I do, I, there's something I actually tell people, like emotional marketing. And before I go into emotional marketing, there's something I call, okay, you have to understand your market. What am I selling? What are my prospective customers? You understand? Where are they? These days, for example, okay, talking from the Nigerian perspective, these days, for example, if you are trying to sell some kind of, some kind of product, you should know, okay, I should go on IG. Facebook these days, most youth, I think, like youth of generation, a lot for out of Facebook. They, I think they left Facebook for the quite younger ones and the elder ones. When you look at it, the way, like when you look at engagement you see on Facebook, on posts, on popular pages, you see yeah, we exactly. have older people, we have older people and younger ones. When you're talking of people in their 18, 19, 20, down to 26, 27, you don't really see them on Facebook, they're on Instagram. So if you're trying, if you're planning to sell a product or you need audience of that particular age, the first thing is you know where to go. Now talking of the emotional part, like when I when I talk, when I'm talking, I call it emotional, though I don't know if that works in this content. Okay, the people, the particular the type of people I want, okay, which kind of pages can I see them? When targeting ads, you can actually target pages. When you think about soon they're not paid, soon they're not followers, okay, you can just, for example, I think he's a, a very popular blogger. Okay, you can talk about people that are just on Instagram, get, just get news and stuff like that. So depending on the type of traffic, Talking on Facebook ads, which you can actually target, do the same on Instagram as well. They are situation where they tell you, okay, age group. Uh, they, okay, I want to sell this product. Who are those that need this product? Oh, they are, they are within this particular age. Ah, someone of 13 years can this product. Someone of 18 to 24, this product is perfect for them. Where can I get them? Okay, we have school pages. You can just target school pages. Okay, yeah, this particular page, this particular bloggers. Just follow them. We have the current BB Ninja trend. Okay, most people that follow BB Ninja, when you look at it, really, younger ones are in this kind of, so people that really, they are, we use hashtag, we use a lot of people that actually interact. When you are planning, when you are running ads, particularly when you are running your ads on Facebook, not from Instagram. Running from Instagram, it doesn't give you access to a lot of, you understand? But when you are running on Facebook, using Facebook Manager, you are able to go deep down and you are able to target some kind of crazy things. People that have interacted with some particular hashtags, okay, you are, you are trying to target students from University of Lagos. When you go on University of Lagos hashtag on Instagram, you see thousands of people, thousands of posts. People that have actually engaged, that have engaged with those posts, there is a way you could actually tag them. So depending on the, the type of audience you need, you have, the first thing you have to study your audience and you have to know where they are. The way they, the, so once you can study them, know where they are, then you can talk of ads, you can use influencer marketing, there are a lot of stuff you can do. Just target your ads. You might not, you won't be, it's not good for you to try to sell something to, um, okay, let me say, for example, let me say, I, I want to sell something to kids, then, let me look at, let me, let me use a wide ass thing. I want to say something to kids. Then I, I'm talking to, okay, let me say Ben 10 and Kylie Jenner. You understand? When I want to sell to kids, one of the best places to go, if Ben 10 has a, an Instagram page and I'm trying to hire an influencer, it's better for me to hire Ben 10 to target kids than hire Kylie Jenner. We know Kylie Jenner's follower. Emotionally, you'll be just able to pick it out. Okay, this kind of person, this are the type of people they actually release with and this are the type of people they follow. So from there, it makes sense. So whatever type of market you are looking, whether content marketing, whether um, using ads or stuff like that, when you know who to target, it makes it easier. And actually, it makes, at least it improves the kind of result, the quality of results you get when you know your proper market, where they are, and how to target them. Yeah, sure. You really touched on um, um, so many things, even about targeting. Now, you, you're trying to say some of the most important things when it comes to like running any kind of sales online is. You just have to first know who you want to sell to before exactly. you even, before you even try to push that product out. You understand exactly. 
people started doing some kind of things back then called um, code emailing. And do, yeah. does that work in 2020? Just like well, randomly, randomly sending emails. Okay. Well, when talking of code email, I had a conversation with someone about code email. Recently. I did this and I sold that code email. Let me put it that way. I sent hundreds of code emails and the response were not really. But one thing is when you go online, people tell you code email still works and I keep reading it online and I see it on stuff. But trying it myself, it doesn't really work. I'm finding out, okay, now I own an agency and I've actually received a couple of code emails. Then in most cases, I put myself on the side of the client. Okay, if I want to hire, would I really hire someone because someone just, just sent me a mail? You understand? Why? The thing is, mails these days, a lot of people get a lot, like people get lots of mails from different people. Consciously and unconsciously, people subscribe for stuff. So one thing I notice about business people that uh, most times, okay, maybe I'm an electrician or I do cleaning and I have an email. Looking for customers, I think you understand me as a cleaning agent or something like that. Or let me say as an electrician, as a plumber, I'm looking for customers, you understand. I go to my mail basically to, to check out for those that have sent me mail to make inquiries. The secondary is when I check out other emails I just received. So I feel most code emails coming as spam, just sending someone mail from nowhere. No matter how, I feel the more you try to find less spamming, the, the, the more you actually find spamming. In the sense that I, received, I have received a couple of, and I look at the particular angle, the particular perspective I viewed the code emails from. Looking at them, I, I felt like, wow, so this is how people actually get my mail and probably this is how they feel. I'm always on the lookout for important email where people are hiring me and stuff like that. Except for code email works except on real occasions, whereby the person has something like that in mind. Then if you have something to offer, like something that looks like quality, one thing you should know is on Instagram, like everywhere on Twitter, like it's easy for you to get to your designer, even in your local area. So except you have something very good, something special, you have that you have probably a packaging with your own website website design service or whatever you are pitching through code email. Yeah, yeah. You understand? That, most yeah, people yeah. see your mail as spam and just see it. So it's just, it's just like that, really. Most times like that. People just look at you like, oh, no. They are looking for what they need. Except when it's on top of the person's mind, like, oh, I really need something like this. Then, luckily, your email comes in at that moment. Then you might be considered, but the percentage is very, very low. So really, I don't advise putting mail in this thing. Because it's, it's sort of like just random stuff and, and no planning. Yeah, no planning, the percentage is low kind of and everything like that. I, I don't know if you've sold anything like maybe run campaigns here in Nigeria, but how would you how would you like talk about demographics and how it has affected sales? Maybe like the buying position of maybe people abroad or people here in Nigeria. Who 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 do you think um are more easier to sell to? Which which um, demographics are more easier to sell to? I prefer to sell to foreign people well and I'll be speaking from my own perspective in this situation, you understand. Well personally, okay, I do as I said earlier, I do website development, branding and other, and stuff like that, data marketing. The first thing I understand is talking of demography. When I'm talking of people from this part of the world, talking of Africa, Nigeria, most people are still not exposed to the goods that are actually attached to digital marketing, like marketing online. A lot of people, when you see big, big brands, they still be, a lot of them still believe in traditional marketing. Let's do advertorials and stuff like that. Some, most of them still don't believe this thing is working. You see a lot of big organizations, popular ones that are out there, people follow. You enter their website and you see crap. You be like, why? They are not taking it serious. They feel most of their customers give them a call and walk down into their office. You understand? But when I'm talking of people, I said earlier that I work for plumbers, electricians. Imagine plumbers, electricians. Those are blue collar jobs. Seeing the need to actually have a website for their business. They are taking, they are, they are actually more interested in, okay, let me get my business online. I think this is the new trend. Let me jump on it. And based on demography, I will be talking about Australia particularly. I think Australia is, I think as a particular time, I think few years back, US was on that wave, US, UK. But I think right, right now, Australia is actually on that booming wave. Like anybody you meet from Australia, they want to know more. They are, they are in that, like they are currently on that river. They want to know more. Everybody wants to go there. Everybody wants to go online. But, then in US, if they are lucky to find someone that is, that has not gone online yet, well, they are they are ready or they are even ready to listen to you. But when you're talking of this part of the world, the first thing is they are not ready. They just feel I don't need it. Some people give you welcome and feel like I think they are helping, just trying to you understand. They feel they don't need it. They prefer they prefer the traditional way. That's one thing I do. So talking of demography, I think the US that are talking of America, Canada, and Co. 
they are cool and the, it's normal there. Australia is currently on the rave. Everyone wants to go online in Australia, I think. Then in this part of the world, we are not even ready. Like everyone just you, I don't need it here, I don't need it here. You see scrappy website for big organizations. You see people that are not even no social media presence and a lot of situations like that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that, that's interesting because, um, but I, I think maybe I, Nigeria is still coming up in a way because, uh, but I, I don't know the general acceptance of things now. Well, I feel I, I feel things are getting better. Most companies are trying to get online, and and but but there's still a lot of skepticism from people when you when you talk to them about, especially e-commerce. People don't like to buy things online here in Nigeria, and 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 then with with the high rate of um, fake vendors online, some people take the price, then walk into their own local market. You understand know, those mentality and everything. The yeah, yeah. I don't know this yeah, so it affects the price. So most people check prices online. Once they confirm the price, then they walk into the local market to buy within that price range. You understand? Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think it's because like there's still so much poverty and um, managing of money among people in society now, like in our own society, like currently. Yeah, you are right. Poverty one. Secondly. Let's say insecurity. There are, you know, scams. We have scams and a lot of things online. So most people have this mentality. So what if I'm buying online and they don't deliver it? And that's kind of boil down to the fact that in Nigeria, someone could easily scam and go scot free in the sense that not all citizens are properly, properly registered into the system. You understand? Yes, yes, yes. Not if you have your money enters into someone's account and the person does not deliver the goods, you can get it out. The process of getting it back is always stressful. So most people just prefer, let me take the price online and go physical. Let me, Pay someone and get my product. So aside from that, we have some people that okay, we have very very basic products. People will pass order online, but most people just be like, what if I don't get this product? So it's actually killing. When you're talking of e-commerce, you know e-commerce doesn't only fuck with talking of the big elephants in the game. Okay, talking of Nigeria, yeah, we have Jumia, we have Gigi and stuff like that. I feel I should be able to launch my e-commerce store and people buy from me. But the reason why most Nigerians don't buy from my e-commerce store is it's not popular and people feel. Once they're not popular, you can always get away with their money. Let's let's even like draw back now and talk about society in like for our own age group and like because if we wanted to talk about poverty and um, how to how to how to go about it in any way, like maybe like trying to solve it because things can work out if people more people are focused on building wealth and 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 I don't actually see that most times in our own. Because people are always, um, because we've talked about this before, like people are always drawn to this quick way that doesn't really last. This referral and money pyramid schemes. Yeah, you are very, very correct on that. Yeah, it goes in two ways. I think I had a conversation with someone just this evening. I was like, okay, I gained admission into AU about four years ago. And I was like, on gaining admission, those on campus that we actually respect are those doing innovative stuff. Oh, this guy is a blogger. Oh, this guy is a uh, website designer. Oh, this guy is a PR. Oh, this guy is a stuff. You understand? But looking at mm. my environment now, talking about your environment, we have nothing like that again. We have no writers. We have nothing. Everyone just wants to make money. We have the issue of internet scam coming in. I think that's, that's a big problem. So it's, for my own power, complaining because this is like, wow, this so called Yahoo and stuff still is missing people. We are being nice. So, I, also, you know, it takes a while to build stuff. I hope you agree with me. When yeah, I sure. something very, it takes a while. But when I build stuff and everyone, in a way, one way or the other, we need this support from friends and family and let them feel like, oh, you are doing something serious. But when I build something and in the first day, you are not making money, you have your friends telling you, bro, you are wasting your life, you are wasting your time, you understand stuff like that. In as much as you can actually build resistance towards them. It goes a long way in affecting your mindset and your mentality towards you are working. Like, what if this doesn't work out? We are still young, as you said, people of our age group, you understand? I think right now we should be innovating, find out of trying to create wealth for ourselves than trying to gather through means. That is where people fall for all these um collecting thousand era. Why not <laughs> they can't even think of I'm paying thousand era. One is how do I think someone will pay me? 1,000% interest without me working on anything. People don't agree that money is cost of, value is cost of money. I said I'm worth a value. I'll develop the website, brother. How much are you paying? Oh, this, that is the value. I'm offering the value. But people don't believe value is cost of money again. One, internet scam. You can just start someone up online, do one or two things, 
and you start out collect the things and you understand stuff like that. Secondly, secondly, all these things and stuff like people just feel everyone is looking for a fast way to wealth and they are very very soft and soft. By the time they pay two people, they can't pay two again. They close the scheme, they make money, and they move on to the next one. Another one comes out, people do it again. People, the crazy problem is feeling creativity in youth. Like, I don't think fucking of years when I was running away, I used to, I used to meet a lot of people. But this guy is generally serious, it's not like yes. Then we do have competition between the question of East Campus residences. I'm quite political. So, once in a while, I actually read daily. The sort of students mm. I saw campus then that were competing with blogs who I own this blog, I own this blog. When I read the list now, I read the school news, second down, I see their name there. Wow, I'm proud of them. Like, wow, this guy made this year. You see them writing on Tribune, Donation, stuff like that. But now, presently, this current generation, you see 16 year old boys, they are not ready to think anything, they are not ready to think about anything, they are not ready to create wealth, not ready to do anything. What they want is, let me just get this money within six months. You understand that kind of thing? So it's still innovation. Oh, well, actually, it's a two-way thing. The few people that actually innovate in this generation, I think it's kind of a less competitive market for them. And they have more people to hire in future, I think. Because something of the current generation, actually, in the last one, two, three, in the last two, not even in the last two years, it has been like, creativity has got back. Creativity is not appreciated. And what are we are humans? Whatever we do, at least, we need this appreciation. We need all people going, motivation from people. But when you put your time, effort, and every money into something, because you're not making money in the first two months, from this take five years to go, I hope you understand. Yeah, sure. You can keep doing something for five years. But when you're not being when you're doing something, you're not making money in the first three months, people look at you like you're not serious. Yeah, as opposed to as you might be like from our business fans, these are bad energies, you understand? But on the long run, what I like you say, what if I feel at this? This is what you understand what I'm trying to see. It's called yeah, the long run. Perfectly. I can't, I, not more than two people doing something really crazy, like something driving me crazy. But it was not like that. Those days, I was always, uh, I was driven crazy by something. Like, wow, this young boy, 19, doing stuff like this. But in this generation, no. I have people want to think. Everybody wants to think. Then, internet come, do Ponzi scheme, and nothing more. Nobody's thinking outside the box. We have a lot of opportunities in the world now. We have companies going. And the evolution of software, development, robotics, and everything. No, but no Nigerian is thinking towards our state. All we need is how to cash out from the white house. You understand this kind of stuff. So it's really yeah. crazy. Like. It, it, it's very interesting because now you, you pointed out a lot of things, but we, I, you know, we've, we've, we've always been hearing these things, but I, I've always been thinking about how we can, you know, go about this thing in any way, like start solving these problems. I know it would be very hard to solve these problems in, in any skill at all, but in your own opinion, how do you think we can start? Maybe just at a small scale. Because how do we like tell people like engineer this mindset into people that it's okay to play long term games and and you know work hard for a long time to try to build wealth that you don't always need to go very fast. How do we engineer this mindset in any way, like from in, in people like right now in society? Yeah. So I said, like this, you know, these problems are like like very widespread now, and to solve them will require like very big things like policies and some other kind of societal change, maybe. The first thing should be declared illegal, kind of Ponzi scheme should be declared illegal. Then I feel the quality of education we actually get from our university actually not like the quality of education actually very very bad. Talking about university level, because most of these Ponzi scheme are actually but are actually popular within the university environment if you are going to agree with me. Yeah. And I don't think the uh, no I don't think anyone has telling you the final year student or university graduate that your two thousand era can't turn to twenty thousand era in, in two days, no matter what. <laughs> I don't think so if we're actually getting education just it goes beyond I think in our generation education is just let me go to school, let me get degrees and get out. We are not really, our minds are not really open and we are not really getting educated. I don't know if you agree with me. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's not, yeah, we are not, so in this situation, I feel one, those, one, government policies, and this policy should be brought up, it should be declared illegal, stuff like that. Anyone caught arrested, they should be, you understand? That's the first thing. Mm. But aside that, I feel it's a phrase that will pass. As I said earlier, those that are actually innovative, in the next two, 
three years, the results will be out there. And those on the other way around, you understand? When they start seeing stuff like that, even though I feel it might be late for some people, but at least, traveling as an example, when they think, oh, these people that were building stuff three, four years ago, oh, they are doing great. And I feel it should be something to fall back on. You understand me? Like, oh, I think yeah, sure. we're looking for fast wheels and everything like that. But the first thing is, it should be declared illegal, at least by the government or anyone. At least, like, we're regulational bodies, you understand? No, nobody should just stand up and shoot up a Ponzi scheme, pack people with money and leave, you understand? Then come back again yeah. under another umbrella, another new name, pack people money and leave again, you understand? So I think yeah, there should yeah. be a lot of checks and balances within those stores. Then that, that, that goes back to what I said earlier, talking of Nigeria as a country, why we have trust in, trust issues in e-commerce. When all citizens of the country are properly registered, are uh, perfectly registered, whereby if I'm sending money to someone and I discover I can easily report in a bank and within 24 hours, they will get the post on, get my money back. You understand stuff like that? It's to reduce stuff of, because most of these things, they don't even hide their identity. You see someone putting up his name that send money to this particular account. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? So if, so I, yeah, it's very, very funny. So I feel more it boils down to, well, Nigerians, you understand? Nigerian at least and, our government bringing up policies that at least would place those people on check, you understand? Then secondly, just our people's mindset, the quality of education we get. Because it is insane. Yeah, it's insane. People fall for scam, but not a scam of bring your 2,000 and collecting 1,000 and for hours. <laughs> it's insane for you to invest in stores. I don't know. No stock in any market that, that you can purchase and actually get that kind of percentage, you understand? So it's always... Yeah. It's boils down to our level of education. Not that I don't like money. Everyone needs money. You need money too. But the reason why you don't do this, you know, this thing is dumb. Why are you trying to put thousand and get thousand and ten for hours? <laughs> what are you doing with my money that will give me that kind of return? You understand? What are you doing with my money? Some come and say we are, we are doing Bitcoin. Which Bitcoin are you doing? Cryptocurrency does not even rise one thousand to ten. You understand? Yeah. So it's boils down to I, just simple I, education. Yeah, simple education. Even before the government come in, please. People should stuff like that and laugh. You understand? So. When people do it, both of the culture for education, we just come, to, most of you just come to school, uh, get a bad degree, write for ESGs and speech. People are not really, people don't really open their minds to really get, like, think outside the box and reason, you understand? You need to study for that matter. So it's just like that. Yeah, it's very interesting, though, because even, because I was even thinking one of the ways we could solve this um, trust problem was if we had a public database of all the scams. Yeah. That has happened before, like any single person that has been scammed or his money was he just go there, record it on the database, and it's publicly viewable, and uh, yeah. everybody can just check and see who are the scammers or who are the I don't know who are the money learners yeah. in in society in the country, at the current moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's actually very, yeah. That's something that works. So most people be scared to at least come with their own details and it will reduce this. Because three very, very small yes. boys, small two to three year old boys just come together and also let's do something on the WhatsApp on the WhatsApp group. A simple WhatsApp group is for all these positive now. WhatsApp group. We are bringing mm. someone and then 500 mil. Very, very petty stuff. And they are very, very annoying because if the university graduate and still investing in such things, then coming out later <laughs> to shop at this camp. Yeah. So that's yeah. those you, you, you talk about um, like education and um, like quality of education. What, what, what do you think that should, that like there's like maybe anything that should be taught in schools that isn't at the moment, maybe at low level or maybe high levels, uh, maybe in the university. Or what, what do you think there's this particular thing that should be taught, but it's not taught in the universities or schools? Okay. Uh, well, well, I don't know the particular where I, I don't know the, under the particular subject or course, I could actually fit it in, you understand? But I just feel, if reasoning, should I call it reasoning? If, or, I don't know, should I call it logic or something? If it could be taught as a course, you understand? I just feel, because when you see people talking in society, like, when you some people about some stuff, you see graduates, you see people call MSC or that self, you see them relate to some situation, you see them and you see one is dogmatic, you understand? And I feel, like, this is actually very basic reason, you understand? Simple reason. But most people's mind are actually covered, like, clouded with dogmatic, you understand? So I feel, if reason, kind of, logic, logical reason, if it could actually be incorporated from primary level, you understand? Whereby you give, you give pupils in primary school, um, the mindset of, okay, this stuff, it is like this, but they should be able to question, what if, you understand? There should be always that space of this thing is not fixed. What if, if you have something, you should, there should be a part, maybe a course, a subject, something, 
whereby you be like you just be able to open your mind and ask questions. Talking of religion, science, a lot of stuff, you understand? Think the course should be brought up philosophy. I think philosophy students, I think they do better at reasoning. At least those I've met, you understand? So whatever they teach them in that philosophy, that actually makes them in four years change their mindset and they are quite open-minded, you understand? I think they could they should try and incorporate that into the general syllabus and let every student have that mentality of we can at least think and reason, you understand? Yeah. Yeah, I I I I have also known that like you criticize some kind of dogma. I I don't know if it's religion you critique or dogma. Dogma, really, just dogma. And and these are things that have been fed to people from a very young age and they just grow up with them without questioning. People just like take all those and they don't question it at all. And then they grow up with it and have this false reasoning of how the world works. Think they don't teach philosophy at any level at all. That is compulsory for students. And and and, and that, that that surprises me because philosophy is not is not compulsory. Even at the university level, is like an elective. You could just like choose to do it if you want to. Which is very bad because I I feel everybody should have that understanding of philosophy, even at very basic level. I mean, I think they should find a way of incorporating the collaboration. It would go a long way in helping us. Like for because we can't like a lot of Nigerians that is talking of this part of society. A lot of people can't just come up with like you see the way I, me personally I get this most times and I just come out. The only thing I just is rant, rant, rant because yeah I don't know I did not the philosophy or anything, but at least I could open my mind and just ask. Even the word, okay, we're in a word. How does it really operate? I see you talk about stuff. I see you follow NASA and some stuff like that. I feel that stuff people should be interested in, not just some script that actually we youth of this generation put their major attention on that and actually leave everything. When a, a thing where everybody feels, oh, you can't make money online in this generation, this, this 2020. People, you can't make money, you can't make a single penny online without doing internet scam and stuff like that. University graduates, what are you in school for? You see, investing graduates that can't operate the same, like a, a basic computer. You understand? So it goes a long way to say a lot of things about us. You understand what I'm trying to say? You see, investing graduates that can't operate a computer, like they can't operate a, a PC. You understand? So, I, when on the philosophical part, I feel you should really be incorporated. Just like, from the very basic level, from the primary level, you should find a way of incorporating philosophy into the syllabus. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, um, that, that's, that, that's because I think maybe these things are like, um, due to some kind of educational policies too. But now I, I know you, you were into politics. I don't know whether yeah. you're still into politics. Yeah, yeah. But you were into politics, politics at yeah. some, so how w- was that like? I think from very early days of, um, um, Angola Hall, how, how yeah. were you able to cope? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Yeah, the way talent is okay. I was, I was very young then. I was around 17 years old when I became Angola chairman, actually. Okay. Yeah. You, you know, well, the, the thing was governance. One thing I noticed was governance. You understand? Mm. Your mentality about governance was like, okay, then, you know, I moved from, okay, uh, an onlooker, someone trying to correct, maybe a critic or whatever. So actually being the one people are looking up to, you understand? One thing I tried, I wish I was supposed to do was, okay, Okay, I had, I, I had ideas in my mind before, talking of books I've read, the way to operate stuff and stuff like that. One thing I feel mm. I, I did then was communication with the people, being close to the people. Currently in Nigeria, that's one of the things we lack. Our leaders are not close to us, you understand? And yeah. at every possible instance, we don't trust our leaders. Till date, yeah. okay, we have this coronavirus pandemic globally. Still recently or still whenever, even see this moment, some, some Nigerians still don't trust the government on that matter. Some tell you no, no COVID in Nigeria and stuff like that. You understand? That is because yeah. over time, one, they have not been honest with us. So at every possible, at every instance, we feel they are trying to outsmart us and steal our money. You understand? Secondly, yeah, sure. they are not even close to us. I was talking to someone sometimes we agree about a particular um, honorable from Oyo State, Akinaladi. Okay, he comes home most weekends. And he's actually loved in that context. Why? He comes home most weekends. He's close to the people. He works on the streets because he's around. He knows the bad road. You understand? But most of our leaders, they, the moment they get appointed, you understand, or elected, they move very, very far away from those they are serving. So then in Angola, yeah, I had a lot of challenges because, okay, I was more of an activist than, you understand? And the, yeah. the, the central executive council was more of, they were, should I say, liberal, or they tilted towards the management part, of which me, my yeah, personal way of thinking, yeah, the, so my, my personal way of thinking does not really go with that, and I could never agree with that. So we had our clashes, which, don't work.
towards me, towards the end of that institution in love. But I was able to actually walk over everything. We were thinking of going to court, same results, stuff and stuff. But all was on side. But talking of my angle, I had my I had my constituency. Like I had it, I I gripped it hard. And it was a problem for the death of the president. It says that it was not close to them as much as I was. I was close to my people. We eat together, we watch football together, we play together. I walk into people's room and talk to people one on one. So even till date, like you understand, so the communication was and people like, oh, oh AKD, AKD. But the point was the only thing I could say I really did was communication. I was very, very close to the people, you understand? So if that could actually be incorporated in the country, whether our leaders are close to us, they are too far to us and at every possible instance, we feel the ones who are smart us. I think you I hope you get me. Yeah. We feel the ones are so Communication is something very, very you understand. Yeah. So you know, I, you know, at every level in for for people who do politics, there's always this hate. Like, how are we able to cope with that amount of resistance and hate from people? Because at every level, people just yeah. The thing is, yeah. The thing is, most of the eight one came from the external. You understand? That was one of the things. That I, most of the eight came from the external. You understand? And you know, when okay, you for example, you are a governor in let me say, legal state, then you are loved in your state, you are holding your state tight. But along the line, you receive maybe HRF from the federal government and stuff like that. In as much as it would affect in a way, and you are trying to balance things, you understand? Personally, so far you have like, let me just say, 70% of you understand? If the thing is, the people, in as much as most of our people are dogmatic or whatever, they are not insane, you understand? Yeah. That was, they are not insane. They know what is right and what is wrong. At least... The most, to the basic level, you want to know what's right and what is wrong. So when, if you are doing something and you feel those that are actually hating you are much, and those that actually love you, I feel the person should review what he or she is doing. You understand? In that particular position, because it doesn't happen that way. So in that situation, I the hate came from me, but when the love was more than the hate, I was just really, I was, I, I was comfortable and I felt good with everything. Along the line, I was just trying to convert most of the hate to love. How? Through communication. When people hate you and you communicate with them. They tend to just either fake or real love. One comes in. You understand? So I, yeah. the only thing I did was trying to convert the love, the hate to love. Either a fake one or a real one. But a love comes in. That is, when you communicate with people that hate you, love comes in. Could be a real one or a fake one, but love comes in. So that was the only thing I could do then. Yeah, that, that's, that's really interesting. But okay, if, if you, right now, if you were like in this big position of, Ah, whereby you had so much power and control, you could control a lot of things yeah. and move and, and you know, set big um, policies. What what do you think you would do? What kind of world do you think you would create? Okay, are you talking of, okay, like talking of, okay, let me say state power or federal power, something like that. Yeah, no, no, just an hypothetical scenario where you had so much power in a very large level, even, okay, maybe federal. What what do you think, what, what kind of world do you think you would have created or would do? Okay. Well, personally, let me talk about okay, from my own personal point of view. I feel the first thing we need to change, I think the system of government currently used in Nigeria, I think it doesn't really work well. You understand? So that's one of the first things I would actually be moving to if I have this power, like as you said. The system of government, particularly used in the country, is not something I feel can work in this kind of our country. It avoids corruption and a lot of other stuff. We should be coming to a more transparent you understand? A more transparent type, type of um, mode of operation, talking of the government, talking of system of government, you understand? Whereby yeah. everyone, at least to the most local environment, everyone is represented. Look at your environment. If you have a problem, do you know who to work to? Very few environment with a counselor or the call counselor. Yeah, no, they counselor or whatever. So there should be a kind of government by street or something like that. Everyone has a representation, you understand? So in that way, a lot of people will be represented in government. So the first thing is, one, police reform. I feel police reform is highly needed. Police reform. One. Second is making sure at all levels, everyone feels represented in the government. So, even smaller than the local government level. So, the first thing is to, and like I said earlier, when we were talking about dramatic, the first thing in this situation is to identify the problem. What are the problems people are facing? You understand? And talking about the problems people are facing, one is where you can identify the problem. By identifying the problem, you have to reach the grassroots. And as someone at a federal level, reaching the grassroots would not be very, very easy. If so all yeah. information people are duly represented at every level. Police reform, then you understand? Uh, yeah, talking of electricity, yeah. 
Because when you talk of in here in Nigeria, okay, I stepped back where I am currently. That you say for one reason, electricity. I feel electricity could actually could actually be, uh, boost innovation. You understand? Could actually boost innovation because talking of in particular, when I'm somewhere where I have life and stuff like that, oh, I, my spirit is always up. I want to do stuff, speak up my system, do stuff like that. You understand? But in the absence of life, factories, a lot of stuff cannot operate. So I think the first thing is talking of a reform of the government and like the system of government, you know, that the capitalism, whatever, whatever doesn't really work in our country. So moving to mm. a system, a system whereby people are more represented, you understand, and they can easily feel the impact of the government. Second is yeah. police reform, you understand. After police reform, then electricity, just, but the basic one is identify the problem, which is representation by everyone. Let everyone feel involved in the government. Let them know we have a government, a working government. Then from there, you pick it up. That is when you can even know. The first identify because right now in Nigeria, it's very, very hard for anyone to identify problem. We have corruption problems. We have a lot of problems. But identifying the problem is talking to the people, being in touch with the people as the government. And that's what I have to about us. That's, that, that's interesting. Though, I, I, I still feel like if we had like some kind of capitalism, then we... It could foster innovation in a way whereby anybody could, anybody that had the, that had like the capacity to improve most things, maybe like electricity now, if I had an idea of how to improve it, it means I could just spin up a company and then, you know, start doing that. But in our own current society, I, I, they, they, they might kill you with so much tax and all those things. And, and, and then that company will never see the light of the day. Yeah. So, like, just as you said, yeah, when I'm talking about moving away from capitalism, um, I would say moving to socialism, so I think that's like the, what I'm not talking about capitalism, socialism, you understand? I'm thinking of, like, a kind of mixed economy, you understand? Where like, people yeah. can still come up with their own ideas and find their own business, you understand? But in a way, not totally, you understand? Yeah, currently, not totally, like, where like, the government has their own, you understand, for startups and everything in operation too. But the citizens that have the ability or ideas to improve the living condition of the people, you know, the welfare condition of the people can actually come up with something, whatever they have, and you understand, get started too. That's not moving to the issue where the government controls everything, you understand? Because right now, talking of Nigeria as a nation, without the government controlling everything, we can't even move. We are not even moving anywhere. We keep moving backwards. Now thinking of when the government tries to, con- tries to control everything, it won't really work, you understand? So the best thing is just a kind of mixed economy whereby the government controls the particular part, but still citizens can run their own business successfully. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Okay, we are getting close to the end of this conversation. But what part of society do you think you are most proud of right now? And maybe what what part are you not proud of at all? Of the Nigerian society? Yeah. Well, if I say the part of society I'm really proud of, well, I would just say probably recently, no matter how small it is, I think. The harmony I'm seeing in the youth, yeah. When you understand harmony in the youth, then every other part of society, I think I'm not proud of. I'm proud of none. <laughs> Aside the harmony I'm seeing in the youth, at least. When we have issues, yeah. we have youth. Even though the youth are not doing enough, we say that we love to just talk on social media and just forget it. You understand? Yeah. I feel yeah. youth need to stand. The set of people we have in government now, the cabal, the old ones, they will govern this country 50 years back. You understand? And they are still the one in power. So I feel, and when they rule at first, 50 years, they were 20 something. So I feel we used in our 20s, 30s, we actually come together and surge them out of power. But in as much as we are not in that yet, I feel currently, with what we have currently, talking of when you have problems with people that at least, or even on the social media, you understand, it's mm. the, only, the only thing I'm proud of, at least when you know, when you have a problem and you can climb up on social media, you have the support of the youth. You understand, that's the only thing I'm proud of. Every other thing in this country, I'm actually not proud of none. The police force is zero. Everything is zero. Aside, then maybe well, our military, yeah, let me just say our military, yeah, they are trying, even though our government is failing their life, but still, it takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of resilience to stay, to, 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 to stay in the military, even to this moment, you understand? Considering mm-hmm. what others are saying when you see your colleagues gone and stuff like that. So, maybe the military, I'm proud of them and, the support I the youth give to youth, you understand? Anything outside that, mm. nothing for Nigeria. Yeah, that that's well posed because you know I I I I've always been even talking about because I I opened um, that television station NTA that old station 
So I saw yeah. how so bad the quality was. Like everything about that station is so old. I I was now complaining. Don't we have young people employed in these companies that, like NTA or this that could like improve them? Because just give someone who is into some kind of media production or like just the video quality of anything about that station could be improved if we have like maybe young progressive thinking people working for that yeah. company. But I I don't think they have very young people because. Working for them that could like improve whatever they are doing. Yeah, you are very right. This this thing you said now it doesn't even only work in anything everywhere. When I was talking about flushing out the old car about, it doesn't really work in government alone. Stuff like NC, you see them, you see people in the media talking of stuff like NCA, whatever, whatever. In the mainstream media, you understand they can't even operate talking of modern devices, talking like the modern system, modern phones. I understand. So I feel there is need for them to actually, everything is just like, in Nigeria currently, yeah, we need a lot of revolution, you understand? But I feel the kind of revolution we need access is the youth revolution. Youth, younger people taking over everywhere. These even 70s, refusing to retire, staying in those NCA <laughs> offices. You see them reporting news, using glasses and everything. Whether we have young blood, jobless and stuff like that. So I, personally, when I see talking about revolution, I feel the first revolution within Nigeria is a youthful revolution. Let the young take over. They said the young shall go. We are the leaders of tomorrow. This is our tomorrow. Let the young take over first. You understand? Then from there, we have, okay, talking of, okay, Nigeria as the owner, talking about our parliamentary, whatever, talking about, you understand, the government. When you look at the few offices that we have young, okay, we have Akin Labi, we have Fakore Day in Oyosis as Commissioner of Sports. Currently in Oyosis, the most popular ministry to the people of Oyosis is the Ministry of Youth and Sports, you understand? And the person mm. there is actually a Talking of in the uh, federal, federal that house of rape, you understand? We have actually like the, we have like two others. They are the most popular, you understand? And we say they are not corrupt. I'm not here to justify them or anything. But the stuff is, even when the youth are called, you see this level of proactiveness. When we have a younger president, you understand? No matter what is happening, no matter the level of corruption in the country, at least they will be proactive. You see our president not even knowing what is going on in our country, you understand? You, they put him on TV and just position him to just say whatever. The right that you try it on the most. If you that, even if you won't make blunders, you understand me. So I think the first revolution we need useful revolution everywhere in every sector. NT, let them go out. You see, you watch programs on this, then mistakenly what I switch to NT just in the you said it now. And I can see what you're saying. Like we have a very, very poor policy. They show they just it's just very, very poor. Even if China's coming, let them just upgrade. But they won't upgrade because they don't even know it. We have very, very old papas and mamas in those of Refusing to be tired, you understand? <laughs> Where we have yeah. young blood that did mass come, educated, that could do crazy things, that could do magic, they refuse to employ them because they don't want to be serving. So the first thing we need a useful revolution. Let the youth take over everywhere, you understand? They let now mm. see from there we can move. So that is first revolution, a useful revolution everywhere in government offices. Those, those in government offices, they have nothing to do again these days. The, um, the, the, Evolution of technology is actually renting a lot of them in place. You understand? So they need you to operate technology. Less, you understand? A lot of things. So I think the first evolution is a useful evolution in every aspect. Talking of the NCA, talking of government, talking of our startups, everything. Generally, a useful evolution. That's mm. what I have to feel about. Yeah, that's, that's, that's well put. I, I, I noticed you had a new book coming out. Yeah, time about digital marketing. I don't know what your progress on that is. Okay, yeah, the book is actually ready, but I was feeling on one um the one I have another book coming out with the pandemic. You know, you have to take advantage of situations. You understand? Yeah. You have to take advantage of situations. Yeah. To uh, when that was that was what I call emotional marketing. Yeah. If you are trying, if you are planning to put out put out a particular content, you understand? Then something happened. This is like a global disaster. You understand? The first thing is, I, I, I completed that and I have it in my draft. I was meant to release that some, sometimes around April, but I had to delay it for something else because I felt that content was not, was not perfect for that particular moment when everyone was just trying to struggle for life. You understand? This 2020, so far from March downwards, we are all just trying to make sure we get our life. You understand? At least let me get my life safe. So before anything else, what we are fighting for now is life. This is not a year of, I need a lot of money. What, what everyone is looking for is, let me just get out of my life and let me live my life. You understand? So I just felt, wow, this, this is not like a perfect time to release such a content. So I kept it in my drive. So and I started working on something that 
people that that would go well, you understand, with the pandemic and would help people and people would be more interested in at this point in time, you understand. People in this kind of situation, something that they, so that I've been working on that and sometimes in the next one month it should be out. Yeah, that that that's that's what I, I I wish you luck on that. Um and yeah for for now, um I because I still feel I, I I'm 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 an optimist. For now, I'm, you know, I'm an optimist for most things, but like right now yeah. in the Nigerian society, I have this pessimistic yeah. view. Do you see like a good coming out in like the next few years? Do you feel like there will be much progress? Do you feel talking of politically like, right? Things? Society as a whole, right now, okay. economically, socio-economically, in everything about Nigeria, for are you, are you, you, are you pessimistic nothing. or optimistic about see it? This moment, see this moment, um, not, I see nothing. See this moment, nothing. Yeah. Like, I'm not optimistic, like, nothing for now. Until I feel you stand up and come together, then, you know, to chase, chase the old cabal out of power. I feel there is nothing. Like, right now, everything keeps getting bad, 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 and everyone just, like, keeps trying to survive for their life and stuff like that. I feel not. I'm not optimistic about anything in Nigeria for now. <laughs> that, that, that's the, that's the, I, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. So, do, do you have anything to say now? I will put you on the spotlight now. You just say something, last words for people that will be listening. Anything at all? Okay, well, um, well, I feel this podcast, I feel, um, based on the project, I feel more used to be listening to this podcast. So, we're in as much as we are, wherever we are, I just feel used. I know most of the people that have listened to this are youth. So youth, particularly, like, I think we just need to come together. If we want a better life for ourselves and for the coming generation, our, in this our generation, I think it's still bearable. Even though it's bad and everything, but we, we could still survive. If we are not careful, it's very disastrous for the coming generation. And in order to fight for them, I feel we need to come together you know, and at least take this old cabal out of power, a youthful evolution. And aside that, I feel youth, um, I am saying that this point that everyone should put their eyes like to look out. You understand? There are a lot of opportunities mm-hmm. online beyond internet scanning, Ponzi schemes, and all that. The uh, we have a lot of opportunities online rather than scamming Ponzi and all that. So just be on the lookout. Learn. Google is your friend. That's one word I use. Giy.com. Google is your friend, and Google has every information you need. You understand? In any skill you are trying to learn or anything. So just work on that and we at least no matter how bad the economic situation is, at least could sustain yourself with that. I think that's all. Yeah, thank you very much. Is is yeah. having you on the show today for joining me today. Yeah, yeah, I'm really happy. I'm really like thank you very much for this opportunity.